Okay, so thanks so much for joining me today. Jesus is coming and he's preparing us. If we allow him, he's preparing us for his return. He's giving us revelation, knowledge, wisdom, understanding of who he is and, and what our life is really to be about. He's been calling us, asking us to be a part of his life, to care about what he cares about. And that is that it is not his will that even one should perish. Let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you for preparing us, for telling us, for giving us wisdom, your revelation knowledge, for getting us ready to stand before you that day. We thank you and praise you for what you're about to teach us today. We have ears to hear. We're listening. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So I'm listening. I hope you are. I'm listening. I want to know. I want to be ready. I don't want to stand before him that day and hear him say, I didn't know you. We want to know what he's saying. You know, today he was talking to me about, I only say and do what my father says. The Pharisees were always on him about something. And he said, you know what? You guys, this is the way I'm saying it, but this is what he was saying. You know, you guys think you're so religious and you're doing all the right things. And then actually you're doing what you think. You're just being religious. And I come and I'm doing exactly what my father told me to do. And I'm doing exactly, saying exactly what he's saying, asking me to say. So here I am doing his will. And you don't like it because you're not doing his will. You're doing your own thing. So I was reading in the Message Bible in Matthew where Jesus sent out the 12. And he said, don't take any provision. Actually, in the Amplified Classic Bible, it says, don't take any provision. Don't take a bag. Don't take anything with you. But in the Message Bible, it says, you don't have to have a fundraiser first. All you got to do, all, all that's needed is you. And I just, I hold to that. I, I think of that often. So it was exciting for me to read that because we're not going to need a fundraiser if we're doing what Jesus is doing and saying what Jesus is saying. If we're in the will of the Father. Remember on that day, Jesus said, not everyone who calls me Lord, but will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. And so if we're not doing as well, then we're doing our own thing. And so in church, if, if we're having fundraisers, and Jesus said not to prepare, uh, not to worry about your needs, that he, he said in the Amplified, just bring what you need. Just bring what you need. And so, obviously then, if we have to have a fundraiser, we're not doing, doing the right thing. We're doing church wrong. Because that's bringing along a bag, taking up an offering. Jesus certainly didn't have a fundraiser when um, they were out and, and he was ministering. And there was people there and the disciples were even saying like, 
send them home, send them off because we don't have enough to feed them and it's late and we're tired. And Jesus said, no, we're not going to send them off. And so they said, well, we only have five loaves and, and such. And so Jesus said, had everyone sit down and he praised the Father and he thanked him for the food they had. And it fed over 5,000. And they had stuff left over. They had food left over. Because they're doing the will of the Father. We're not doing the will of the Father. And so that's why you got to have a fundraiser. Because we're not doing what Jesus is doing and saying what Jesus is saying. We're not. We got our own plan. Okay, so we don't have enough money. So we're going to do a fundraiser. And that's not what Jesus did. It's your own plan. And he's saying, I'm asking you to go for me, but first I got to train you up because what you're doing isn't right. The examples you have in church are not right. It's not about fundraisers. It's not about trying to get money. It's about loving for Jesus. It's not as well that one should perish. He cares about the people, the lost sheep. He cares about the lost sheep. There's people out there that don't know. They're lost. And he's asking us, he was telling the disciples to go and tell them. Go and tell them about me. Say what I said. Do what I did. That's what he's saying for us to do. And he wants to train us up in that and then send us out to do his work, to lay hands on the sick, to love, to preach the word, the uncompromised word. If we're spending, think of this, Jesus is coming and it must be soon because he keeps telling us he's coming. He's warning us. He's telling us ahead of time that he's coming. And we're spending our time, instead of preparing and helping him out and saying what he said and doing what he's doing, we're spending our time doing fundraisers, making money for the church. And remember what Jesus did? He turned over the tables. They were there trying to make money. And that's not what it's about. It's not about that. It's about loving the first commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Care about what he cares about. And he cares about that person that doesn't know him. He cares about, the, the, the Father cares about his children. That's why he's not here yet. Because we're not ready. We call ourselves Christians. Christ-like. But we're not saying what he said. And we're not doing what he did. We're doing our own thing. Because we don't know what he said and we don't know what he did. Or it doesn't seem 
practical, or that was then. We have all these excuses why we're not doing the will of the Father. And he said that not many, not everyone who calls him Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. And many will say to him, but Lord, we had a fundraiser. We did this in your name. We did that. And he's, he's going to say, I didn't know you. And it's going to be because you didn't keep his commandments. You ignored what he said to do and you came up with your own plan, your own sermon, your, your own money-making scheme. A way to get, give the, get the people to give the church more money when they're not even doing the will of the Father. Is that maybe called robbing him? I think maybe so. When we're doing the will of the Father, all we have to do is ask, as Jesus did. He just thanked the Father and he multiplied the food. He had a supernatural miracle. The church isn't doing the will of the Father. And Jesus is going to say, I didn't know you. And you're going to be arguing and saying, but Lord, but Lord, I did this and I did that. He's, and he's going to say, I didn't know you. I didn't hear you say what I said. I didn't see you do what I did. You're practicing lawlessness, just like the Pharisees. That's why he said it, because they're saying, you don't heal on, you can't heal on the Sabbath. And he said, I came, and I'm only doing and saying what the Father told me to say. I'm doing exactly what he told me to do. And those, those of us who are doing exactly what Jesus is telling us to do aren't even allowed in the church. They're not wanted. We're not wanted. I experienced that myself. When you do and say what Jesus says, it's not accepted. Jesus is still being rejected. We're having church. We say we love him but we're rejecting his workers. And they have to leave and shake the dust off their feet because we're not allowed in. Because we don't meet their criteria. They have a certain way they do things aside from what Jesus does. And if you interrupt that, just like the Pharisees, they want to get rid of you. They want to get rid of Jesus. And so Jesus is asking those who would do his will to go for him, to prepare the way for him. And he's saying, don't worry if you have a degree. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about what people are saying to you. They're doing their own thing. They're doing their own thing. I want to read some of this to you. Matthew 10, Jesus summoned to him his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority over unclean spirits 
to drive them out and to cure all kinds of diseases and all kinds of weaknesses and infirmities. Then Jesus names the 12 apostles and then um, he sent out the 12 charging them, go nowhere among the Gentiles and do not go into any town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, drive out demons freely without pay. You have received freely without charge. Give. Take no gold or silver, even copper money in your purses and belts. And do not take a provision bag and a wallet for a collection bag for your journey, nor two undergarments, nor sandals, nor a staff. For the workman deserves his support, his living, and his food. And whatever town you go to, whatever village, inquire who it is and deserving and stay there at that house until you have, until you leave that vicinity. And as you go into the house, give a greeting and wish it well. And if it, indeed that house is deserving, let come upon it your peace, that is, freedom from all distresses that are experienced as sin, result of sin. But if it is not deserving, let your peace return to you, and whoever will not receive and accept and welcome you, nor listen to your message as you leave that house or town, shake the dust from your feet. Um, verse, verse 9 and 10, this is what I was talking about. Don't think you have to put on a fundraising campaign before you start. You don't need a lot of equipment. You, you are the equipment, and all you need to keep that going is three meals a day, travel light. Anyway, so I, I read that to you to um, make it clear that we are to move on from those situations. They're doing their own thing. But Jesus is calling those who will do his work, who will say what he says and do what he said to do. And then, of course, on that day, He's not going to stay away from me. I never knew you. Because along your journey, you're going to get to know him more and more. He's going to instruct you, just like the disciples. He's going to tell them what to do. He's going to tell them what to say. He's going to tell, he told them what to do, what to say, and where to go. And he's going to tell us the same thing. And it also says in, um, in Luke that, at, that we're going before him, that they went before him and he was going to come to follow. And that's what we're doing. We're going before him, before he comes. We're preparing the way for him if we do his will. But if we're just having church and we're having church our own way, those aren't the ones that God is looking for, of course, unless they're willing to change. But he said to go after the lost sheep. And so that's his will that they know, that they know him, that they know the real true God. And so when we say what he said and we do what he did, then they're going to come to know him. But the falsehood of the church isn't doing any good. And when Jesus comes that day, he's going to say to them, I didn't know you. You practice lawlessness. And so make sure you don't even go to a church like that because you're going to be poisoned by the lies. 
they don't know what they're doing because they're not doing what Jesus said. They're deceived, as so were the Pharisees. And so that's where I have for you today. Jesus is calling us to go for him. But first, we got to get, we have to get on our knees, get at his feet and learn of him so we can do it his way. We got to do it his way. His way. Do what he did. Say what he says. Get on your knees. What do you, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to say? What's going to happen when I get there? You can ask him that. He wants to work through you. He's not asking us to do it without him. And that's what ends up happening when we don't get on our knees and consult with him. Jesus didn't come and do what he wanted to do. He said, if it's your will, take this cup from me, but... He said, I want to do your will. So if Jesus is saying to you, you have to learn to forgive, make it your lifestyle, you can say, do I have to? <laughs> it doesn't feel so good, but I will if that's what you want me to do. Whatever he tells us to do, we have to obey him. He's not going to do, he's not going to come into your church and um, support what you're doing without him. He's really not there. So that's what I have for us today. We need to go to Jesus and learn of him, say what he says, did what, do what he, he would have us to do, and, not, and nothing else. Because... He wants his people to have salvation, and they're lost, and they're looking for answers. And what are we doing about it? What are we doing about it? You know, we, we, we ask Jesus to come live on the inside of us, and he blesses us. His presence is amazing. And do we keep it to ourselves? Sometimes I think that people do that. But Jesus is saying, share it. Freely you have received, freely give. Share who he is. Because that's as well. You got to do what he did and say what he said. He sent the disciples out. They didn't even stay in the church. They were kicked out. Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door of your heart. And if you would heed my voice, I will come out and live on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit will come. He'll take my place, he told the disciples. He, he's going to come and take my place because they were freaking out when he, when his, when he was going to go. And he said, don't worry. If you love me, the Father, I'll ask the Father and he'll send the Spirit, Holy Spirit. So that's what Jesus is saying. If you love him and you're willing to obey him, the Holy Spirit's going to come. He's going to live on the inside of you. He's going to counsel you. He's going to be your standby. He's going to be everything 
that Jesus is for you. Anything you need. You can ask for wisdom. He's going to remind you of what Jesus said. He's going to tell you things to come. He's telling us he's coming and he needs us to prepare the way for him. So if you're ready to heed his voice, then he's going to come and he's going to live on the inside of you when you ask him. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your word today. We're asking you to come live on the inside of us. We're willing to heed your voice and learn of you and do things your way and say what you said and do what you did. We're ready to prepare the way for you, for you to teach us and actually prepare us to prepare the way for you as you did the disciples. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. I just felt Jesus nudging me. There isn't time to have fundraisers. There isn't time to worry about things other than to do His will because He doesn't want to say to you, I didn't know you. You can quick make a change. There isn't time to be fooling around with things. He said, don't worry about your life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. He said, don't worry. Just Matthew 6.33, seek his, his kingdom, his way of doing and being right, and what you need will be added to you. If you're doing church the right way, what you need will be added to you. He's going to add it to you. You don't have to worry about it. He doesn't want you to worry about it. He wants you to understand that when you live your life His way, He's going to supply your every need. And His way is the best way. And His way is eternal life. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.